Make art today to change tomorrow. This is the quote that inspired this merch line, exclusive to the Lemonade Stand. I myself said it in episode 91 of Making Lemonade. This one quote not only sparked an entire merch range, but it sparked a credo, a mission statement, a movement inside me that I couldn't help but share. Thus, Art Change was born. Art Change is a series of products designed to spread the power of art and the change that it can make. Art Change is for the weirdos, the creatives, the innovators, the visionaries, the inventors, the entrepreneurs, the inspired, and the motivated. Wear these garments to spread awareness of the importance, the power, and the significance of art. Help us remind the world that art is still worth fighting for. Make art today to change tomorrow. Get yours today at thelemonadestand.shop or go to jordanmorpethart.com and click the shop button at the top of the page. This merch line includes unisex torso covers, posters, booty sacks, pocket phone caddies, crayon cases, portable computer sacks, jar lids, knitted jar lids, sacks, sack IDs, hooded short cloaks, shirt buttons, and energy cylinders, both portable and ceramic. The line is excessively affordable and shipping is free with orders over $50 to Australia, New Zealand, the United States and the United Kingdom. So head over to the lemonadestand.shop or go to jordanmorpethart.com and click the shop button at the top of the page to get yours today. Make art today to change tomorrow. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Are you a fan of making lemonade? Qui-Gon's happy hour or just my work in general? Well, due to the current world crisis, health crisis, we are, we here at the Lemonade Podcast Network have hit a wall as far as our sponsors and regular revenue streams go, and we thought it's time to push our Patreon. If you go to patron, patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network and become a patron, you will get access to not only a patron-exclusive podcast feed with all our Star Wars after shows, movie commentaries, and the whole first season of my podcast, Baking Oranges, where I talk with my friend and yours, Steve, about pop culture and the world around us, but you will also get 15% off all products in my online store, um, year-round and access to a patron-only Discord community where you can talk about the latest episodes, pop culture, and much more with our Lemonade Network community. Now, for those of you out there who are also in financial hardship right now, this is not for you. I want you all to know that we we will still have free podcasting content year-round. Every single week, we're going to have new episodes of Making Lemonade and Qui-Gon's Happy Hour every other week as well, so don't fret. However, if you are not in financial hardship and you could spare some <laughs> some cash um, and would like to help out and are, are a fan of everything we do here at the Lemonade Network, please head over to patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network and become a Patreon a patron today. Stay weird.
put your speeders in park, pour yourself a blue mojito, kick your legs up because ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Qui-Gon's happy hour. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth episode of Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. Oh my God, we're so close to 10 episodes. Can't believe we've been doing this for almost 20 weeks now. Yes, we do this fortnightly, but I think with these commentary tracks, I might start doing it a little bit more often. But welcome. As you've probably seen from the title, we are doing another commentary track. That's right, we're going to make our way through Season 7 of The Clone Wars. So let's get to Episode 2 right now. Uh, this is... An episode, um, hopefully you haven't seen this already because this will spoil it for you. So don't watch or listen if you haven't seen this. I suppose you can if you want to. It's, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> but I've seen this. So this is my third or fourth viewing of, of the episodes and of the show. But other than that, let's just get straight into this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's smash out some, some Star Wars commentary, some Clone Wars. Let's do it. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, get get your uh, episode number two, A Distant Echo. Get it ready. Get it turned. I'm going to be looking over at my screen over here. I've got my iPad running. So, I'm going to be looking over here. Right, for those of you watching the video, it might not be super uh, entertaining. Obviously, because we're on YouTube, we can't actually show, this, show the show. Um, but this is the commentary to go with the, with the episode. So, you can watch along with me. So, Prep yourselves in three, two, one. We're going to hit the port, the play button. I'm going to give you a second. You ready? Okay, three, two, one, play. And we should be lined up. There's that Disney Plus logo, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it. Woo! Who doesn't love that soundtrack? Who doesn't love that soundtrack? I think I'm going to put the subtitles on so I can read what's going on and we can discuss things. Where's the subtitles? English. There we go. Here's the Bad Batch. We're going to get ourselves a little bit of entertainment called the Bad Batch. Admiral Trench, that's who it is. Trench. Last week I couldn't figure out who Admiral Trench was. <laughs> I forgot his name. I knew that he was in the first arc of the show, um, but I couldn't remember his name, so let's get into it. Um, hopefully, you guys have watched the first episode, so you know what's going on here. This is the second episode in the Bad Batch arc. Really excited to see the Bad Batch season, um, standalone season, which is cool. I love all these clone ships. Hunter, there he is. I love how much Hunter sounds like Captain Rex. He just sounds so much like Captain Rex. It's really awesome. And this new version of Anakin is just awesome. There he is, the Skywalker himself. We're not going to get very much of Anakin in this season, as we as we know if you've watched it. We're coming up on Revenge of the Sith anyway, so his story is Revenge of the Sith, so I don't think it really matters if we do get much of Anakin or not, really, at the end of the day. I love Rex's helmet. Ah, oh, that's, that's right, this thing. The thing. You know, that thing. We don't have time for that. You know. Rex is such a loyal, loyal guy. Um, he's such a legend. I would love to have him on my team because he's essentially going against orders here. Um, I don't know much about the clone canon, but I know that what he's doing right here is essentially against protocol. Now, this 
um, in the original version. So this Bad Batch arc was actually made um, years ago, back before they even knew there was going to be a Season 7. It was just an arc they were going to do in Season 7. And they got cancelled um, and then did the, the Lost the lost arc for, with Netflix. And they did the uh, arc with... Um, they did all these arcs with Yoda and stuff and the, the Lost series and then they never did a season seven. I think they were planning to do it with Netflix or something. But the Bad Batches existed in this real dodgy version, um, like pre, uh, pre-construction pre or whatever they call it, previous uh, stuff. And the Bad Batch existed. <clears throat> and in this part, this is actually a new part, this bit with Padme where Anakin's talking to Padme um, on the hologram and Rex has helped him because in the original version there was actually, believe it or not, here's a bit of trivia for you, there was actually on the back of a clone um, ship, uh, I think they call it the a- AVST or something like that, what's the uh, clone, the ARC trooper ship, um, uh, ship, clone trooper ship, uh, no that's the big one, I'm looking for this one here, that's a Lego version, what do they call that one, uh, is the ARC one's a clone ship, Ooh, clone uh, carrier, I think it is. Clone carrier, there it is. Low assault, low altitude assault transport. So that's the LAAT. Yeah, that's it. So it's the LAATs. Um, so on the back of an LAAT or the front of an LAAT, um, they had a painting of Padme. Uh, you can actually Google that right now. Uh, let me put that up for the, for my video amigos. Padme um, spray paint. How good's the uh, back and forth here between Obi Wan and Rex as well? Uh, Padme spray paint clone ship. Uh, I don't know what to call it. The bomber. Here it is. Okay, so I'm going to get that up for my video amigos. Um, you can see it's slightly sexualized, and the, the scene was actually, I believe, Anakin. Um, Anakin was getting upset with the with the clones because they had this ship. So there you go for my video people they're watching. Oh, it exists on a t-shirt, that's cool. So that was on the side of an um, LAAT. Um, and there was a scene where Anakin was like, what the hell, what on earth? But he couldn't do much because no one knew except Rex and that was the whole idea. So, but here we go. What an interesting uh, scene between Obi-Wan and Rex there. But yeah, this is the... Uh, the bomber sticker that was on <laughs> Obi-Wan knows I think I genuinely think that Obi-Wan knows at this point um, Obi-Wan knows a lot more than he's leading on and this is kind of a foreshadowing to um, what's it called uh, to Revenge of the Sith when Obi-Wan says that Padme um he says Anakin's the father, isn't he? And he always kind of knew. I always kind of knew. Um, but I love this scene here with... In the... Hunter reminds me of Anakin. Maybe it's the long hair. It's He's kind of like... It's almost like they created Hunter as an amalgamation of Anakin and, and Rex. It's really, really interesting. His characteristics um, remind me. And he looks like Anakin as well. So this is Gekko Minor. Skakomon, what an interesting name, hey. This is where Anakin, where they think they found good old Echo. C-T-E-C-H-O. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I don't know what his call sign is. 
What's Echo's call sign? Let's have a look. Echo's call sign. So for new listeners, you, what you'll what you'll come to know is I Google a lot while I'm doing this um, clone while I'm doing this show because I don't know everything up in my little head. There we go. CT one four oh nine. CT fourteen oh nine. That's Echo's call sign. Um, and Echo is a, he's a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. He's uh, he's had a tough time. Poor poor old Echo. That's why we're on Skakko Minor here. The politics. All we know is they're very primitive. Interesting. Okay. They're like... Whoa, they worship flying reptiles. That's kind of cool. They ride flying reptiles, but it looks just like a pterodactyl monon. So we're looking for Echo at this point. It's interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Bad Batch here. And where they go with the uh, with the story, fire! I just love. They kind of look like um, the characters from Avatar a little bit, just like pink. These interesting primitive characters. It's good to see Anakin back in action, though. I think this is the one time we kind of see him on a mission in this season, uh, which is nice because uh, I am dreading a little bit the next the next story arc. Um, I'm not a big fan of the the Rafa and Chase stuff, but we will do that. Don't you worry. We will do the commentary. I'll, I'll do my best with it. We might end up just talking about the rest of the Clone Wars season. I'm going to try and have some people on. It would be nice to have a a co-host. Ah, Hunter's such a badass. Um, have a co-host on for the following episodes. Um, and for the for other. Mandalorian, Siege of Mandalore arc, that'll be really interesting. This is so beautifully made. Um, the smog, and it's got the feeling of the last few seasons, but for whatever reason, the technology and the... We were talking last episode how Toy Story 4, um, Wreck-It Ralph 2, even back to Big Hero 6, the cinematic nature of anime... Wow, you almost hit that. <laughs> that was close. The cinematic nature of animation um, these days and taking animation seriously like it is cinema uh, has changed in the last four or five years. And if you look back at things like Big Hero 6, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Toy Story 4, there's some serious, serious cinematic stuff going on. And then this show is one of the first CG shows that's really taken that on board. Um, the cinematic feel, the smog here in this scene, the... Um, the lighting, the I'm, I'm just sounding like I'm, I'm just making up stuff. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not a, I don't understand the cinema insides and outs. Um, that's interesting. It didn't translate the the aliens, these guys' languages, just a speaking alien language in the subtitles. Um, yeah, the cinematic nature of this show is is just phenomenal. I feel like this episode, perhaps it's because of the planet they're on, is not as detailed, but it's definitely... Look at the ship there. Like, Look at the detail in the ship. Look at the detail in their helmets. And, and what's amazing about that is that because it's not hand-drawn, they're building a, a, a sculpture, essentially, a digital sculpture of the character, and they're putting all the detail in there, and all the detail just stays there, and you build the lighting off the back of it, and it lights it. So you light it, and, and the lighting on the on the character just changes the technology these days for cg is phenomenal and it doesn't look all that i mean just there his hand looked a bit funny on the boulder but 
that was for a split second and not, I haven't noticed that up until now I just looked at his blaster for some reason on the boulder and if you go looking you'll find you know you can find some dodgy parts in the in, in the animation and stuff like that but that's not what we're really here for what's interesting about this is it feels like we're doing a four so we have 12 episodes we're doing a four arc structure um, four episode arc so 12 by 3, we have the Bad Batch arc, we have the Chase and Rafa arc, and then we have the uh, Siege of Mandalore arc, and that's it. End of the season, very short season, but very strong season other than arguably uh, the Chase and Rafa stuff, but it felt like uh, we're really setting up the Bad Batch here. We're really learning, getting to know them on our war on his planet. He's got a translator, isn't that interesting? That's a cool... In the Arabesh, they're translate. He's translating on his mask. There, tech is. I know my boy uh, Michael from Rex and Around's getting him. So I believe he's getting a tech helmet. Um, personally, I wouldn't get it. I actually want the hunter helmet or the uh, um, even what's his name? Uh, Rekka. Rekka's helmet's pretty cool. Mind you, I don't have like very many helmets laying around. I don't have the space for it. I have a lot more figurines on my shelves and stuff like that. Um, we're renting, so we're trying to stay minimal. It would be cool to put some helmets up the top. That'd be really cool above above my window there. Um, but yeah, we've got a what an interesting. These characters are interesting. They kind of remind me of the guys from Utapal in Revenge of the Sith. It's very prequel. So the, 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 each trilogy has these feel to them, and and the fact that. We've got this one feeling very prequely. Is is very interesting. I can't tell you why it feels like the prequels. I just know it feels like the prequels. <laughs> it's hard to explain um, why it feels and, and looks like the prequels. Bloody trench areas again. <laughs> Disturbing news. They know about Echo. Oh, that's the uh, uh, the Banker Clan. I wonder what happened to. It. Isn't it funny how there's certain species in each troop? trilogy as well and it's like we're extending the universe but we're not even bringing back like the sequels had uh like characters like aloasti and they were they were part of um a race called i'm gonna google it aloasti <laughs> aloasti a little bit of prequels uh trivia for you here aloasti was actually named after J.J. Abrams, one of his favorite bands, song by one of his favorite bands, which was the Beastie Boys, and they had a band, they had a song called Hello Nasty, so he took the H and the N off the word and named him Hello Asti. Uh, now, Hello Asti was a tr talented but reckless and singular male, Abedinado, Abedinado, that Abedinado species, interesting, from what planet are they from? We're a sentient species native to the planet of the same name, in the colony, ah, from Abedinido. The Abedinido were from Abedinido. Interesting, oh, yeah, cool. I like them. Anyway, yeah, we had these, all these sorts of characters, um, a bunch of Abedinidos and, and, and other things. Like, you know, you, gotta, um, you go to, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Kento Bight in, in, in The Last Jedi. And then there's, there's a bunch of species on there. They each have their kind of species, planet kind of feel to each trilogy, which is interesting. You know, you had Greedo in and the Rodians and, the, and all that kind of stuff in, in the original trilogy, so it's kind of cool. Um, we left him for dead. 
That's right, that's what Rex did. He left Echo um, at the Citadel. I have to go back and rewatch that. I don't remember that. I haven't watched the Citadel arc in, in a long time. Um, isn't it funny how... Isn't it funny how uh, Rex is such a BA when he's... Uh, when he's angry and he's ready to fight. It's interesting how Anakin's hair is moving. It's like moving so much. Talk to my captain alone. Under what? And they're going to go look for Echo now. But I think we're coming up on the end of the episode here from memory. Oh, we're close. There's still a little bit more to go. So for the possibility that Echo is dead. Yeah, well, he could be dead. He could be the spoilers. If you've watched it. I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> We're going to watch it. Because there come, could be some people listening to this who have who have watched this, who haven't watched this yet. Who are watching along. There was no algorithm, it was Echo's voice. Hmm, interesting. I will deal with it. I will deal with it. You will deal with it. I'd love some Rex armor. I don't know where I'd keep it though. <laughs> I think I just need the helmet, to be honest with you. I can't be walking around in clone trooper armor. It would be cool, though. Ooh, dry storm. Oh, excuse me. Please don't let my yawn uh, fool you. It's not because I'm bored. It's a, it's a little bit later in the afternoon. If you heard the first one as well, the commentary is a little bit the same. I'm getting used to it. I've never done commentary before. This is my second time, so I'm getting used to it. I'm trying to stay entertaining. I'm sorry if it goes into lulls or anything like that. Um, it gets a bit quiet at times. Yeah, see, even Hunter's helmet looks a bit like Rex's. Um, there's this... This is a film... <laughs> Rex is afraid of heights. <laughs> I kind of want to know... I don't really know what Sarge Re slash Sergeant Hunter's... Um, Superpower, can we call it? Bad Batch superpowers? Like, they've got... You know, we've got... Wrecker, he's obviously the strong one. You've got Sharpshooter, or whatever his name is. Um, who's got the... Uh, there's Tech, who's good with Tech. But I don't know if that's a superpower. Maybe it is. Maybe he's just got a big brain. Um, but I don't know what Hunter's in it. Maybe he's Agile, or a good... I don't know what his sort of thing. Maybe he's like a Batman type. Um, I don't really know. I'm not too sure. Is there only four ones? One, two, three, four. The other question is, are we going to see Echo in the in the Bad Batch show? Is it going to be prequel? I reckon it might be. I reckon it'll be prequely for for the first season-ish. And then maybe if they do a second season or towards the end of the first season, it'll start to become um, after this arc here. When they meet, so you could watch this and then watch Echo, watch the the following stuff, and then I reckon, I hope this is what I hope they do, and then maybe they go into Rebels time, um, and they run into the world, they go into hiding or something, and I don't know what they're gonna do. They have got a whole Clone Wars to go through, so they could do multiple seasons of prequely stuff before they even get to meeting Echo and season seven kind of timeline. Um, these guys take their helmets off quite a bit in the middle of battle. Why do we why do we take helmets off here and there? That we're not trying to show the actors' faces. <laughs> it's kind of weird. 
Is it just me, or does this version of Anakin look a little bit like Matt Lanter in this season? Scotty's eyes and stuff. I don't know, maybe I'm just used to hearing Matt Lanter's voice on that CG face. And I'm just seeing his face, I don't know. Let's have a look at a photo of Matt Lanter while we're sitting here watching. And we're gonna, I'm gonna make a judgment call. You can let me know as well if you're watching via the interwebs. So there's Matt Lanter. Uh, there he is. It's got a, yeah, that's a better photo. So I'm going to stream this to you. I'm going to share this with the people on YouTube right now. And I want you to make a decision with me. Does Matt Lanter look like Anakin? If you're watching this, the CG version of Anakin. If you're watching this, what do you think? I think he does. I think he's got his eyes. Let's get a CG, CG, uh, Clone War. Ooh. Let's see if I got a comparison. Matt Lantar, Clone Wars, Anakin, uh, Comparison, Comparison. Hmm. That's probably a little too nice. See, it's all just comparisons of. Excuse me. It's all just comparisons of uh, Hayden and Clone Wars, Anakin, or the Battlefront. But they did get the, ooh, the Battlefront Anakin's a bit rough. <laughs> but yeah, I personally think that, let's go back to Matlin. I personally think that, ah, oh, come on. Matt Lanter looks like this version. They've put a little bit of Matt Lanter into this version of Anakin. Is this where Anakin does the naughty stuff to, oh no, treaches later. It's not in this episode. What are these droids? I want to know what these droids are. Yeah, see, I reckon it's in his eyes. It looks like his eyes. Somehow they've made it look like Matt Lanter. Probably because what they do is they film the actors while they're acting in the in the sound booth and they add to it. Like, they add to the... Or they use that as reference for the animation. Oh, man. What's the sharpshooter's dude name? I can always, I always forget his name. It's something like sharp or, 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 or shot or something like that. What's the sharpshooter guy's name? Bad Batch. Bad Batch members. Clone Wars. Bad Batch members. Rex, Cody, and Clone Force 99 and Unorthodox Elite Squad. Let's go to Wikipedia. Clone Force 99, there we go. Who is in Clone Force Crosshair, that's right. Echo, Tech, Wrecker, Crosshair. And Hunter, that's the one. There's only, oh, there's only four to begin with. Which is interesting, I don't like the look of this. This is an interesting little, ah. And here is the big reveal that we all suspected from episode one. <laughs> stasis chamber so he's in he's like in carbon freezing or something whoa oh my god this is freaky for a kid's show man that's some freaky looking stuff zombie echo his head's just like holes all through it and oh look they put fake legs on him what are they called like Darth Maulian legs that's so interesting 
Shout out to my boy, Zach Bravo, by the way. Go and follow him on TikTok. He's got great Darth Maul content. content. We have to get to the shuttle to escape the Citadel. Oh my god, he's he's literally... His brain is frozen in, in, in stasis, in frozen in time from the Citadel. So interesting, man. How cool is that? Love this kind of stuff. The Citadel. We gotta go back. I gotta go back and watch the Citadel stuff. I don't really remember anything that happened in there. Just remember, I think it's when Obi-Wan puts on that the disguise and Anakin's just like confused as hell and really mad and he chases down like Obi-Wan's like a bounty hunter I think that's what the Citadel was I can't remember there we go ladies and gentlemen that's the end of episode 2 look at that what a cool shot created by George Lucas the master alright time to end it there well guys thank you for that I hope you guys enjoyed that um, I hope it wasn't too boring I'm trying to get good at this commentary stuff and just chat um, about as much as I can on uh, on Star Wars and the Clone Wars. I'm not as well-versed as some of my friends are in the Clone Wars, but I'm doing my best. We're doing our best, all right, guys. But thank you for watching if you're on the stream. Thank you for watching here on YouTube. Thank you for listening, my audio amigos, my audio Autobots. No, that's not a Star Wars reference. There's going to be a Star Wars reference there somewhere. But thank you for watching. Um, you can follow us at the Lemonade Pod Network on Instagram. Uh, give us a five-star review on, on iTunes. There's also a link in the description in the YouTube and in the um, in the podcast version of this show as well where you can rate. We're using a system. Um, this guy emailed me. We're using a system. Uh, he's got an app which you can go through via um, we're using a, a new system. We're trying out a new system, testing it out. It's called uh, Rating. Uh, it's just a website called Rate This Podcast. Just click the link. Uh, give us that five-star review. You could also give us a re review on iTunes. It really helps uh, other Star Wars fans and other people to watch the show and, and, and understand and get get to know the show. But, yeah, thank you for uh, watching Qui-Gon this week, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful week. I hope you loved Clone Wars. We'll be back next week for episode two, episode three. We're going to sit down and watch episode three. Maybe I need to do this earlier in the morning so I've got a little bit more energy. <laughs> I feel kind of hazy in the afternoon. Um, but thank you again for watching Qui-Gon's Happy Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Stay weird. Stay cool. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, may the Force be with you.